Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. We're Renee. And Courtney, your online sisters, and we're on a mission to help women across the world become the best version of themselves through the power of sisterhood. That's why we've written To My Sisters, a guide to building lifelong friendship. From working out how to achieve your dreams to setting boundaries and managing expectations, this essential handbook will show you how to fully embrace the power of friendship and community. Packed with practical advice and personal stories from our decade-long friendship, we'll give you all the tools and advice you need to find, make and keep lifelong friendship. Two My Sisters is available now online and at all good bookshops. If I was to take your hand and pull you up, you'll kick me off my pedestal. Patriarchy leaking into the friendship space, right? This whole prioritization of men. Convincing a woman that women have something to offer. Hmm. Is it giving self-hatred? It's giving self-hatred. It's giving internalized misogyny. Mm-hmm. And it's fine to not click with every woman because I think that's another issue. Male friendships can exist without disparaging female friendships. Mm. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about Women are too much drama, pettiness, competition, and male friends only. Let's talk about it. I'm very excited for this one Mm -hmm. because that's a question that we often get all the time insofar as like, how are we able to remain friends for Mm -hmm. such a long period of time? Mm -hmm. But also I'm sure you've heard the charge that women are just bad vibes and I'm tired of having females around me that are not supporting me and are actually in active direct competition with me. So... I'm real excited to get into this episode, but before we do that, we do have some housekeeping announcements. Okay. You know, we like to make sure that our house is swept, <laughs> clean, <laughs> make sure that ready for guests to come and be held in a hospitable manner. Um, but no, before we do get into that, mm-hmm. of course, we are still celebrating very much so the fact that we are authors. Yes, 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 sisters. The Two My Sisters, A Guide to Building Lifelong Friendships is available right now. It is. Go, go, go. Please continue to support us. We have been so overwhelmed at the outpouring of love and support that we've received so far. Like, honestly, me and Courtney are still looking at this book on our bookshelves like, wow, we wrote that. And she's so beautiful and full of so much wisdom. So honestly, so many gems have been dropped and so many of you are receiving it well as well. We received some five star reviews. just a little that's even a great charge this is a great reminder that if you have got a you know your your order of the book mm. and you've read it you've listened to it whatever please 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 leave us a review yes, we would love to hear your thoughts and how you've been yes. finding the book even if you're halfway through please tag us what have you been learning so far have you been reading it with a friend what has you you know what have you found interesting what has resonated with you yeah. we would love to know so please tag us at to my sisterhood instagram tiktok twitter all of the feels we'd love to see it mm-hmm. and please continue to support buy one for a sister Maybe buy for a friend yeah. you know what i'm saying and we really really hope that you enjoy the book it is a labor of love um so please please continue to support the sisterhood and another housekeeping announcement a reminder sisters Get those applications in if you want to shake ass on a yacht. Oh, wow. We'll, we'll be doing wow. other things. We'll be... God, he's like, wow. Oh, girl, you know. <laughs> wow. Amongst other things, we'll also be doing very, very intimate, you know, relational exercises of building, you know, building female friendships. Mm. But sisters, if you were unfortunate enough to miss our Tanzania trip oh, last year, and I do say unfortunate because it was a heck of a time. The kind of thing that you tell your grandkids about, you 100%, know. 100%, a movie. The Z- Shout out to the Zanzi baddies who made it a real movie. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We are partnering with Sorted Chalet to bring you even more experiences for the sisters. Yes. And we are going to New Orleans. Ooh, 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 we ooh. are going to Bali. August. We are going to Ghana. December. And we are going to South Africa. February 2024. So sisters, please, please, please. The link will be in the description box mm-hmm. below and in the show notes. So please with haste, I urge you, go ahead and get those applications. Yes, in. yes. I think that's it for the housekeeping. I so too. 
The house is swept. We are ready to have our guests for today, which is you, my lovely listeners. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> and in true TMS fashion, we will be starting with a ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let's get into Let's go. it. So, hey, sisters. Hey, beloved. How are you? I'm good, you know. That's a good, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that's what I said. Oh, that's ah, so sweet. I'm training. Do you know what I mean? God bless you, dear. I was <laughs> I was going to rush into my question, but I just mm. need to appreciate y'all first. Aww. I am thankful for you both. Oh, you too. I have a dilemma that I feel a few people might call a pseudo dilemma, but mm. it's bugging me. Mm. I have been dating a guy for four months. Okay. He's nice. great. Nice. Our beliefs align. Fantastic. We are incredibly attracted to each other. Like and he's just a really good guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm scared he can't say he loves me. Mm. context mm-hmm. i have always been a words person right i tell my parents my siblings and my friends that i love them almost every day man i'm a writer so words have so much value to me <laughs> did you say i'm a writer yeah oh okay 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 he is the opposite for him love is expressed through actions right during a conversation we had at the start of our relationship he said he's only told one other person apart from his parents that he loved them I don't want to be a nag and keep saying that I don't want to be a pushover and not assert how I want to be loved. That being said, he shows me love in his own love language, but am I selfish if I just want him to speak mine? Mm. I'm asking this because this is someone I want to end up with. When the butterflies disappear, I can imagine I'd feel love starved. Love, a confused love struck sister. This is a very good dilemma. Um, I think it's important. So like you said, when it comes to love language, we receive love one way, we show love maybe in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to remind yourself of the fact that he may not say it often, but I think you are completely valid in because you receive love through words. Yeah. Um, I think you're completely valid in wanting him to vocalize his feelings. So I do think it's worth having a conversation. I'm sure you already have in order for you to find out these things about how many times he said, I love you, I love you and how he actually shows love before. But mm-hmm. it may be worth revisiting a conversation if it is something that is still bugging you um and just say you know what like I get it you you are showing me you love me through your actions but I need to hear it and I I, and I think a compromise is you don't need to hear it all the time you know it's not every time you're coming off the phone hey baby love you like it's, Mm -hmm. it's okay um but actually just saying this is actually something that's important to me and I do want to hear you say it um and it could be a manifestation of the fact that he he's not ready to say it um and I think also giving him time and giving him the opportunity to at least say that as hurtful as it may seem I do think this is the sort of conversation where you cannot force the outcome Mm. so you have to be very much open and go into the conversation knowing that you want the relationship to actually survive and so just being open and receptive and supportive of whatever is said but also hoping that that is reciprocated through him also listening to your desire of wanting to hear I love you verbally right um but once he does that if he does that hopefully he does um this isn't going to change his behavior towards you all the time, right? In terms of he's probably still going to show you his love through his actions Mm. versus, you know, constantly reaffirming it through words and so also you need to know the behavior of the person who you are with and also know that this is what you're signing yourself up for and so really kind of sit down with yourself and be like you know what I need to also do some internal um processing of the Mm -hmm. fact that this man does actually love me he's just not going to say it often so you know as long as his actions and I think it's good that he will still show you that he loves you through his actions as long as his actions towards you have not changed hearing it from time to time may be something that you can actually live with as long as long as his actions are actually falling in line in line with something he has previously said which is that he does love you when he finally says it Mm -hmm. so really pay attention to his actions as well and kind of asking what his actions mean and I I do sympathize as somebody who um whilst I am a speaker when it comes to talking about my emotions I don't really uh it's too much unless you're my therapist I'm like I don't know how to make (laughs) this thing clear I'm very much an actions person as well and so I think sometimes it can be frustrating because you feel misunderstood Mm. or you feel as though the people in your life who need you to vocalize it may be misinterpreting or not giving you the props that you are due so I do also think from as somebody who is kind of more so in his position sometimes it's important to give 
him the recognition of the fact that your actions do actually show me that you love me mm. and giving him that recognition will also help him to feel more appreciated and probably less um less like he's doing something to hurt you because he's not intentionally trying to withhold something from you it's literally like learning another language right if you're if you love the person you're talking to but you can't speak their language you may start to feel bad that they feel frustrated that you're not communicating with them in the way that they instinctively know how to receive but you are still saying all the right things it's just in a different language and so their reception of it may feel like oh they're not understanding me and they seem so agitated and they're frustrated but it's like no I'm saying the thing you want me to is just in a language you don't necessarily recognize or understand. Mm. And so I do think it's important to also let him know, actually, I do hear and understand what you're saying through your actions, which is that you love me. Um, don't jump to that conclusion, though, because he also needs to say it with his mouth. Oh. But once he said it, <laughs> just remind yourself that his, he's just speaking a different language to me, mm. but he is still saying the right thing yeah how about you that was beautiful Courtney oh my gosh because this has happened to me quite a few times where like people not bad but people have been like so are you okay and I'm like yeah like all of my actions are showing I'm fine I'm cool with you like my sister used to like are you okay I'm like girl I just made you food yeah 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 Yeah. no I absolutely completely agree with everything that you said and it's funny because I feel like I resonate more with her because I'm also a writer so I'm very it's easy for us especially if that's the language that you speak of love to be like oh I'm not feeling love because I'm not receiving it in the way that I often give it Mm. out um so I love what you were saying about understanding and really picking up the the signs and the cues that this person loves you but they're just expressing it in a different way and I think definitely going in with that openness and that honesty but also seeking to understand how you can show him love in the way Mm. that he wants to receive it I think will kind of soften the feedback a little bit so it's less so about what he's doing wrong and more so about how can you work together to make this relationship work for both of you even having the conversation and saying like hey babes like let's talk about like how you know you receive love and being open to receive from him as well like how can I show you that Mm. I love you as opposed to saying that I love you because even thinking about feedback from some of my friends or loved ones it's a yeah you've said you love me but do you show me it and understanding that as much as they need to speak your language you need to speak theirs as well um so going in with the oh I understand you're not trying to intentionally hurt me in fact you actually do love me and exactly assume the best and really go in with a okay what can I also do to ensure that my actions are demonstrating to you that you know I love you do you know what I mean so making it a reciprocated effort will really soften the blow but also means that it feels less of an attack and more so a this is something we're working on together Mm. right it's learning each other's language um and even making it fun if you can I think it's quite a fun thing to challenge yourself to love somebody and express the love in a way that they'll be able to receive Mm. it um and I think yeah um trying to have that mutual challenge and that mutual um conversation will be really really helpful and i think also as you were saying appreciating the efforts that he's already made mm. the fact that he's only said i love you to one other person apart from his Ooh. parents baby girl damn that might be your one year anniversary don't gift. kill me don't kill me <laughs> <laughs> You know when you're waiting for someone to say something, like when a baby is first speaking. <laughs> I, li- I, I like chicken. Uh, I so you're gonna say, so- so you're gonna say something else. <laughs> You'll be waiting for them. I, li- 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 I like nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, dying inside. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. But yeah. Can you imagine? Literally. I love the Yoko Ono. <laughs> you have to throw the whole man away. Nah. Like you have to, you have to have an outburst. You have to, you know, when you go to a scream room. Relationships will be maddening, but can be maddening sometimes. But you know what? If this, oh, sorry, you were the one who was speaking. No, you're sorry, I was going to say, if, if you know you love this man and this man has not done you wrong and yeah. all of his actions are showing you he loves you, yeah. um, 
especially I would say this just because he hasn't said I love you if he's telling the truth he hasn't said I love you to many people mm. so I don't want to be riding on the whole oh but why can't he just say it yeah. he might not be used to saying it he might yeah boy that he might, might have a tough might relationship might even make him feel exactly he might make him feel uncomfortable yeah. or he finds it such a special thing to yeah. say that he's like it's not something that I want to say yeah. all the time you, you get what I mean yeah. Um. so finding that balance but also expressing to him and saying like look like I love the way that you love me, but also I would love it if you would do mm, more of this because it good. makes me, this is the effect mm-hmm. that it has on me. So if you could do this particular that's action really and rather than saying, oh, you don't love me, it's a, could you express it in this way? Because mm. I really receive it well. Yeah. Um, is also a really good thing to do. But sis, it looks like this man loves you. It looks like, you know, things are going well. As long as that's what you see. This is the person that you want to be with. I think it's worth having these conversations. And it's funny because it's often when you get to the four, the five, the six months that that these kind of things start being made apparent this is true. and it's normal that's another yeah. thing i want to assure you of working out the you know kinks and all that kind of mm. stuff is part and parcel of a long-term relationship so don't be alarmed that this is something that it's not a pseudo dilemma i don't like the way that you phrased it mm. it's not a pseudo dilemma it's a real dilemma yes. but it's a dilemma that can be overcome yes yes um, yes so now sending talk you, to us maybe a nine months if this is still a red flag okay if the actions don't start lining up, we need a follow-up, baby. Baby, we need a follow-up. We need a follow-up. But sis, sending you lots of love, really praying into your relationship as well. We hope that you have a positive outcome to that relationship and that you guys stand the test of time and that you both also feel mutually loved and respected. Forever, baby. But moving on into the meat and bones. Let's talk about it. Love the conversation. I'm really excited for this conversation Same because A, it's something we actually talk about in our book. Yeah. Comparison, all that kind of stuff. Competition, all that, the pick-me's, you know what I'm saying? And it's something that recurringly comes up when we talk about sisterhood and female friendships yes. and women. Yes. This whole idea of competition. And I don't know if you've seen on like social media or if you've come across the kind of babes that are kind of like, I don't have any female friends because... Oh, they stay in my YouTube comments. I love your YouTube comments. By the way, guys, Courtney Daniela Boatek is a YouTuber, if you don't know. (laughs) No, 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 the no. government she is she is a youtuber <laughs> cdb the original so please check out her personal channel we are on our way to 100k yeah. subscribers so if you guys could just do me a good me a good favor not even call, <laughs> do me a good favor i want to get her the 100k balloons you know what i'm saying do something nice and you know something. so please tell a sister to tell a sister to go and support but you actually recently did a youtube video about where you addressed energy. exactly talks about feminine energy mm. you actually got quite a few comments and a bit of backlash so i thought it would actually be good to start there Mm. and talk about your experience engaging with women who don't see the value in female friendship it's usually just because they've been hurt before yeah yeah yeah, um and i don't want to come on this you know patronistic tip of they're just hurt you know bitter betty go and heal um i mean some of them are i'm not gonna lie to you but i think there's always a story behind it and there's always something that got them to that point which is usually heartbreak yeah, and if somebody's yeah. felt heartbreak in different instances even some heartbreak from friendships that have ended mm-hmm. very badly i really do sympathize with the fact that sometimes if in your past or in the past of someone who you have loved a woman who they called friend or you called friend has done you wrong mm-hmm. it can genuinely shatter yeah. all of the expectations the hopes and the dreams you had around sisterhood and friendship and so sometimes i think they are talking from that experience of you know the women in my life backstabbed me they stole my man yeah they stole my money they bullied me um some people haven't experienced healthy sisterhood Mm. and so they also can't you know maybe they went to an all-girls school and they were the one who was picked on and it's like women are actually dangerous you know and that's that's their framing of women because that's all that they've known so i think it's also um it's usually stemming from a place of experience and pain. My frustration with it though is you're an adult now. So <laughs> I love your face because you're just like, I'm done with you. Guys. No, for real. I'm at this at some point, you have to really sit down and think, am I going to let this dictate the rest of my life? Absolutely. Um, and then you can't throw a whole gender in the bin. Because some people did you wrong and from you that gender. Your whole gender. There we go. And that's my final point. <laughs> there seems to be all this gas and all this, um, I hate women. Do you hate yourself? No. You don't, do you? You don't. 
You've bought yourself a device so you can talk crap in my Most YouTube comments. So you don't DKM, hate yourself, DKM, right? DKM, DKM, DKM. Um, so I think to myself, so I think to myself, you don't hate yourself. Yeah. This internalized misogyny that people can have sometimes that manifests in them refusing to give women second chances, right? Mm. Is something that actually needs to be confronted. Mm. Because I find that a lot of women have all this energy to develop themselves. And this is why I was talking about feminine, because en- I was talking about feminine energy in the video. This was the angle that I took it on. And this mm. is why people are coming at me. Because a lot of women are working on themselves for men. Yep. They yep. constantly revisit and re-strategize their approach to their femininity when it seems like men are not responding well, That's right? Good. But they would not do the same in terms of refining their character or reevaluating their expectations or reevaluating their approach and trying to take a different one mm. if a woman responded negatively to them, right? Oftentimes is this is why I don't like women. You're about to live a very sad and lonely life if this is your approach to people, number one. And number two, oftentimes we have all of this grace for men because we think that romantic relationships are worth that grace. And I'm not saying that they're not, but female relationship, platonic relationships also are worth that same level of grace, that same level of investment, that same level of refinement, that same level of forgiveness, and that same dedication to constantly trying to find the right thing. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily with the same people, but at least trying to find something which is valuable, right? You may not give that same man a chance. I mean, a lot of people do, but you may not be giving that same man a chance, but you're going to give another man a chance at some point. You're going to heal over your heartbreak, right? The same way with female friendships. No one's telling you to become friends with the women that hurt you. They're telling you to be friends with women, yeah. right? And I find it so crazy how much outrage there is when you tell women to find friends. And I think it's sometimes stemming, and this is what we're talking about at our book launch yeah. with Tolly, yeah. right? Sometimes I think it stems from an arrogance, which is I have ascended to this certain level of consciousness, self-awareness and um, wisdom in life and wanting to just move forward and have the life that I want that I actually don't need other women in my life mm. because all women are just this except for me. Courtney is coming for some people's edges to this evening. But I do think it's a bit of an arrogance. And arrogance is something we constantly uh, warn the sisters and the sisterhood about. Um, And we're constantly warned about, you know, staying in a place of humility that says, baby, you are not the only one. You are not the you only one. You may be one. it, but there's multiple it. There's multiple it's, there's right? Multiple there are multiple it. women who are, look at how vast the sisterhood is, right? And this is why I love TMS. And mm-hmm. I really feel like, um, even if I wasn't, you know, a co-founder, co-host and co-author, I would really rock with this community is because it shows you that there are women who are as invested in not only their personal development, but also community, Mm. which means even if you see a woman who's reading our book or who is, you know, listening to our podcast or subscribe to us on YouTube, you know that there is common ground in the sense that she also wants to glow and grow. She's also working on herself, but also she prioritizes and she recognizes the beauty of at the very least having women's voices in her life and that's a really beautiful thing but it genuinely makes me shiver at night the more I realize how many women do not think that that is valuable absolutely I think it's so shocking Uh, you hit the nail on in fact it was given jack of the box you were hitting all these nails all these points I said good lord there's nothing going there gonna be nothing left it's a minefield oh double homicide Shots for you, shots. Give me pesos, external Let it it off. Um, no, I absolutely love that, and definitely just thinking about the way that this whole narrative of untrustworthiness has really penetrated female communities right and i think it's interesting because just thinking about the um, podcast episode that we did with kelechi it's out now so you should go check it out Um, honestly phenomenal woman absolutely phenomenal woman (sighs) but you know we're gonna we're gonna work to get her on side you know what i'm saying kelechi if you're listening to this you already know girl Um, (laughs) but no we were having a conversation about like the proliferation of that narrative in different communities, yeah. right? Even thinking about our mothers yes. and our aunties yes. talking about, you know, 
be careful of your auntie. Yeah, if she a witch, she might be a witch. Don't eat her at her house. You know, she's don't doing X with her news. husband. Right. Don't tell her, you know, good news. Really keep in. Don't try to have any kind of conversations um, outside of the family. This narrative of untrustworthiness and the gossip surrounding female mm. friendships, it's no wonder that when we have now grown up and we've become um, older women that we are now suspicious of women. There's a suspicion of women inherited. coming in, right, inherited from um, past generations but also proliferates now with things like social media mm. where we're constantly seeing um you know enmity between friends mm. where we're constantly seeing backbiting we're constantly seeing pick me's um and even in our own childhoods right we're thinking about the mean girls on the playground at school we're thinking about the bullies and um, the people that have hurt us in the past so it's no wonder that this thing is not new it's yeah. no wonder that this is something that really proliferates yeah. um and I love the fact that you actually started with saying that a lot of these people are hurt because hurt people go on to hurt people. Broken people go on to break people. I think it's important to recognize that because we might end up re-perpetuating yes. those same spiels yes. against those people yes. instead of welcoming them with open arms and saying, sis, you are like, you got to stop this attitude that you have. It's not helpful. And this, exactly. It's not helpful. It's not helpful. And just thinking about like, you know, it's something that we often talk about on this podcast, right? About how female friendships and just having women in our corner in and in our circle, you should buy the book. I mean, it's something that we talk about throughout the yeah, book yeah. not just examples of our friendship but the examples of other women in our community that have been pillars when it comes to overcoming mm. trauma mm. self-development accessing the resources mm. that we need becoming the women of today becoming it yeah. it's so unfortunate that we have this narrative of arrogance and ascension when that ascension is often not possible without the input of those ah. magnificent women like in order to really ascend to the heights the real top of that mountain we need those people that are pulling us up those yes. people that are sending the ladder back down those people yes. that are holding us side by side when we're um, climbing up the mountain and yeah. there's un unstable rocks yes and i think it's such a shame and actually a really great place for us to move mm. on into the fact that there are a lot of women who have this rhetoric of i'd rather be friends with men than friends with women so i'm sure you <laughs> i know i've definitely had my fair share of women that come on or come up to me and are kind of like oh i have more male friends than i have female mm. friends or i invest more in my male friendships mm. than i do my female friendships mm. i would love to hear your perspective on how people get to that particular yeah. point and is there is there fairness? Is there truth in what they say about male friendships sometimes offering something more valuable than female friendships? I think that's the issue. Like seeing male friendships as quote unquote more valuable. Right. I think the question then becomes, what do you perceive as value? Right. Right. What is what is the value that they offer you that a woman couldn't offer you? Right. I think where people find themselves with the whole like, I just click better with men. Uh -huh. I just did it. It could be that one. You haven't been surrounding yourself with women who are similar to you. And I do mm. understand that point in the sense that we click with people who are similar to us. So if you grow up in an environment where everyone around you is so different, like the women around you are so different or the yeah, women in your yeah. family are so different, you can start to feel quite isolated. Or if you grow up with people telling you, oh, you're a tomboy, yeah. or like you're just a boy's girl, like do you get me? you're one, one of the guys, you can just start to think, maybe that's it. Maybe I don't actually have a place in mm. women's lives because I'm not a girly girl. Yeah, or maybe yeah. I'm just not a girl's girl you know and it's like actually yes you are you just not might have you just might not have found the goals you actually click with mm -hmm. and it's fine to not click with every woman because I think that's another issue people have bad well not they have run-ins with women who they wouldn't like as people right and then they think this is how women are yeah, yeah. and then again it comes back to that inflated sense of ego that is well women there's no other woman that thinks like me baby girl you are not unique you just need to leave your city. You need to go back, go to uni, go and meet people who are not from your area. Join TMS. Join TMS. Find people who love your hobbies, love your niche, love your the content that you love. And you'll actually find that there are more women who are like you than not. Absolutely. And so I think that people who 
it's not necessarily, I'm not criticizing people who do have majority male friends. I'm criticizing the people who take pride in that fact. Mm-hmm. Not that isn't, it isn't something that, uh, I don't feel any which way about it. If the majority of your friends are men, then whatever. But I think it's important to then not have that be your life experience and then your mindset be because women and female friendships are not worth investing in because often it is a sign of internalized misogyny. Mm. And the thing about patriarchy is it has constantly pitted women against each other for scarce resources resources oftentimes being men and male attention so when you have a mindset a scarcity mindset that says that i cannot befriend this woman because like you were just describing mm-hmm. um this woman is meant to these women are meant to help me up but they don't help me up because they're also competing with me yep. and so i think there's also something something to be said about the women who do uphold that stereotype and who are holding women down because they feel like if I was to take your hand and pull you up, you'll kick me off my pedestal. Do you get what I mean? And it's like, oh, if I don't know if I can trust you Mm. and you don't know if you can trust me, there will never be sisterhood. There will never be friendship. And so I do think it's worth questioning. Why do you think having men in your life is more valuable, is more valuable to you, right? Is it because they offer you more opportunities or you Mm. think they're going to be less competitive? Because let me tell you something, baby, no man is perfect. And no woman is perfect. Mm-hmm. But I find that, oh no, I just, you know, it's like all that female friendships have been defined by is the cattiness, mm-hmm. is the competition. Right. And people don't do enough to talk about the warmth and the beauty and the, the and we're a testament to that, right? The collaboration, the caring and the nurture that comes from sisterhood yeah. and female yeah. friendships. But because, you know, I don't know, guys have the banter or they've got the 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 coolness the or banter. their understanding. Do you know what I mean? Banter. It's like, no, just say you haven't met good female friends. You just haven't met good female friends. But don't say it doesn't exist. Don't say that women are incapable of achieving it. Mm. And also assess for yourself, how much effort have you actually put into making it work? Because I find that a lot of people are, they stick to what they know, right? right, right. But they haven't actually put the effort that goes into building intimate relationships with other women because building intimate relationships actually require effort, mm-hmm. right? But if you don't see women as valuable and yeah. friendship with them as valuable, you're not going to put in that effort because you don't see it as an investment. You just think it's a waste of your time. Right. Absolutely. No, definitely agree with that. And I think as nice as it is to have male friendships, no one is saying that you shouldn't have friends that, that are men, okay? Men, I think um, oftentimes the charge is that, oh, men can be more blunt or bantersome or they oh, offer many something. many women. They offer something slightly different to women, which perhaps in your experience, and at least in yeah. my experience, you might have a different interaction with your male friends, yeah. right? Um, I think of some of my male friends, they're like brothers to me yeah. and I love them dearly. Yeah. And, you know, they're definitely funny. They're definitely warm and all these kind of things. But equally, my female friends are too. So I think I love the point that you were saying about what effort have you put into cultivating a wide array of friendships, which is inclusive of men and women. Yeah. How much have you actively tried to seek out friends that may, differ from your experiences that may be negative especially around women and Mm. womenhood and I think even just this whole prioritization of male friendships I think it's such a shame because I feel like it's patriarchy leaking into the friendship space right this whole prioritization of men in friendships even and male attention in friendships even and I think it's such a shame because women have so much to offer in the space of friendship right when we think about loneliness and isolation and friendships in general when we look at the statistics it's actually men that are likely to be a little bit more lonely Mm -hmm. than women and um it's also some research that we included in our book but women when they're facing isolation or times of like high stress they often find it easier to actually connect with other people so i think it's so unfortunate that in the prioritization of quote-unquote male friends and Mm. you know male friendship um we just completely leave our female friendships to the wayside until it's convenient or Mm -hmm. when we want to disparage women. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really big issue is that male friendships can exist without disparaging female friendships. Mm -hmm. And I think we see that often in other areas, right? When we think about like differences in like romantic relationships and all that kind of stuff, female friendships are often the thing that are disparaged the most. Um, And it's a real, real shame and very disheartening considering, again, there's so much to be offered by women in friendship sisterhood it's crazy that you have to convince women to recognize that you why uh, convincing a woman that women have something to offer 
Is it giving self-hatred? It's giving self-hatred. It's giving internalized misogyny. And yeah. it's giving the lack of, I think it's actually quite, um, what's the word? Destitute. Mm. In that, like, do you really think that there wouldn't be any other women that are like you? Delusions of grandeur. Do you know what I mean? It's delusions giving, de- it's definitely grandeur. giving delusions of grandeur. Do you really think that there is no one out there? It is not possible. And I think it's a very hopeless, and very sad place to be. If it's arrogance. It, and the thing about Man. arrogance is it's hard to have friends because friendship requires humility. Right. But also, and, and it takes humility to try, right? And to search for good friends. Um, but I find that with the people who are mainly on the front of, you know, women are not, they're competing for men. It's not even usually the women who have loads of male friends. And therein lies it's the It's usually the women who... I need to get a man. Right. And I want a man. And I think having a man is more important than having a friend. Hmm. Oh, therein lies the crux of the issue. I'm so happy that you even touched on that because I was like, I was putting that away like a Dragon Ball. <laughs> you know, like a Dragon Ball Z when you got a little... Um, Little something, something, or like in Pokemon, when you got the Pokeball, and you're like, I'm just waiting. I'm gonna hold on to that I'm one. Saying, I'm gonna hold on to that one until we're in the yeah, yeah, dire yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, not only do we disparage female friendships in light of male friendships, mm-hmm. but disparaging female friendships in light of romantic pursuits and relationships. Talk to me about this, Miss Courtney. Like Baby the ladies, girl. the pick me's who are out oh. here talking down on women Golly. in the in the hope of securing the I hope you talk to your daughter in that way. I really do. I hope you talk to your sisters in that way. I hope you talk to your mum in that way. Um, because you've got all this smoke for women who you cannot touch and you cannot see, but they're human beings, number one. Number two, it's so sad to think that you have become so um, egotistical and also narrow in your thinking that you would think that knocking down a woman would put you up in the lead tables for male attention. Oh, um, talk about it, you look silly. Maybe you look talk silly. about it. Don't worry. <laughs> you, look, don't no, no. Worry. you look silly. And don't get me wrong. I think pick me's or the title gets thrown around quite loosely. Yep. But when I do see like perfect depictions of pick me-ism, Oh my days! Are you not embarrassed? Uh, they're not, it's they're actually not quite they're embarrassing not, how you're tap dancing for men who ain't gonna give you the reward that you think. <laughs> Literally, you're doing it. It doesn't work out quite well for women yeah, like that. I find, yeah. um, but I do think to myself, pick me's and sometimes the people that we put the titles on. It's usually just because there's sometimes, sorry, it's because there's a difference in opinion. So mm. I'm not coming against, um, and Adela Afadi did a really good video where she kind of addressed it from this angle, which is sometimes women aren't being pick me's, they just disagree with you, right? Mm. And I do think that that's actually a very, very valid point. Mm-hmm. But where I see pick me-ism often is when people you weaponize their femininity against women, right? right? So I do X, Y, Z. I do these very traditional feminine things for men or for myself. Um, and the reason why I'm saying these things so loudly or doing these things so publicly is so that a man can look at me and just like Boaz saw Ruth in the field, he'll be like, I want her. Do you get what I mean? And it's like- Mysterious girl. Do you get what I mean? Like, and then you're with your, your, there's this TikTok I saw where it's like when you're out with your friend who has a crush on a guy that you're also out with and she's there, suddenly her voice goes like three times higher in pitch and she acts bare, dainty and feminine. And then when she's with you, it's all, I'm loose, I'm You're myself. a soccer boy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You are the most aggressive of them, but you act. And it's this thing of women feeling as though they actually cannot be themselves Mm. around men. And in order to not be themselves, they also have to separate themselves from the average woman, even if the average woman is actually their friend. Right, right. So we talk about the pick me's that criticize women that they don't know, but there are pick me's who actually act stupid in the presence of women that they say they love and they care about. (laughs) And I think that's another internalized... um, internalized deception and internalized um 
thought process which says that I need to make myself stand out I need to make myself stand out I need and it's like because of this scarcity mentality Mm -hmm. that says that men are constantly on the prowl looking for as if a man can't just love you for your personality and this is why I will constantly preach against the overuse of feminine energy as a term and the content that emerges from those echo chambers because it dehumanizes women to simply becoming masks and character Mm-hmm. instead of allowing them to actually have personalities oh. unique them uniqueness actually allowing them to get in touch with who they are right. as a person and not just a puppet and some of y'all want to be puppets so bad <laughs> y'all want to be puppets so bad <laughs> i don't know if you've ever seen you know that <laughs> meme of the guy in the, the wind, wind. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to be puppets so bad Jeez. like and i think that's when so many women then get upset when another woman who they considered to be unworthy average average below then end up getting what it is they've always you know desired what? that's even a conversation for a whole nother oh that's loading baby that one is loading the performance of femininity hmm. not without reward. Baby, we go have a dog. We go have a field day. That gonna send there. somebody to the grave. <laughs> we gonna have to start overturning plots. Let's start burying sisters. Oh no! People, literally, some of you women will meritocracy mm. is an illusion, even in relationships. Even when it comes to romance. <laughs> CDB, first of her name, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard it here first. <laughs> nah, man, you gave me Even excited. when it comes to romance. Why? Because unless you want to be with a man who actually objectifies exactly. you, exactly. you're exactly. going to have to fall in love or hope that a man falls in love with you for who you truly are and, as a human being. And here's the thing about performing femininity and performance culture in general. There will be a time where you don't have capacity to perform anymore. anymore. And this is the issue when it comes to pick me as a, mm. is that this is a performance that you cannot keep up for the long term. It's exhausting. Whether or not you get your reward or not, baby, you got to be tired. Yeah. Sometimes you got to sit down. And yeah. I love this whole idea of puppeteering because that is what women have been turned into. We've been turned into puppets. Yeah. We've been turned into caricatures. Yeah. We have t- been turned into performances. Literally. And it's so, so unfortunate that many women are subscribing to this notion of needing to perform. I know that, that you know, in dating and like when you are trying to woo someone, there is an element of putting your best foot forward. Of course. But I think that there is a disproportionate amount of pressure on women women already to perform not only in the initial stages but to sustain that performance throughout the um lifetime and life cycle of a relationship so there is no respite there is no you know safe oasis there's no safe haven if you don't have friends at Ooh. and there this is this is like for me the catch 22 right you're pushing away all of your friends for this assumed prize only to catch the prize and realize that you have no safe haven At it's like ooh. being drawn into the middle of the ocean to catch the biggest fish only to find out that your boat is abandoned yeah and you can no longer see the shore there we go and the shore was your friendships the shore was the women around you let's not be like our four mothers our four sisters four grandmothers whatnot that were suspicious of women let us actually actively try to build community and ecosystem with which we can then build those intimate relationships because i think that's also another issue in female friendships right is that we can go from zero to 100 real Real quick. quick and there's steps much like in dating there are steps before you decide to commit your life to someone much like in dating there's that initial period of trying to put your best foot forward we also need to not just assume too much from women because mm. i think sometimes we enter female friendships and think oh because we're on the same page or because we're both glowing and growing we have to be intimate you straight could be a witch up like, home, I don't know you. that's one of my favorite quotations of courtney's <laughs> you could be a witch <laughs> I don't know you. you could be a witch anyone could be a witch anybody and it just feels like we exist on two spectrums of extremes, right? It's the, either we are like em- enemies, right? Yeah, we are at enmity with each yeah, other. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. you. I don't mess with, I don't yeah. F with women. Or yeah. we have to be besties. Yeah. She has to be on the same lane as me. There's no middle ground. Mm-hmm. There's no progression of friendship. Yeah. We need to bring back the progression of female yeah, that's friendships. That's There's good. so much pressure on women to perform that we've actually brought that performance into our relationships with yeah. them as friends to the point that we don't allow that building up of friendships anymore. Yeah. It's the go to the power branches and all of a sudden we're besties. It's the go to the networking of 
events and all of a sudden we're wearing matching sets of suits mm. and we're going places. Mm. It's the going to the speed dating and all of a sudden we're co-founding businesses. Ooh, me and Courtney were yeah. friends for... No, 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 no. But we actually like... Before me Speak and Courtney collaborated, we had a decade's worth of friendship. The reason why some of you guys are not working with your friends and it is absolutely failing. you know failing is because your friendship had no firm foundation. No track record. No whatsoever. track record, no receipts. You guys haven't even bought a suite together. And you think that you can run a business together. You haven't even invested. You haven't bought pets. candy. You oh haven't bought God. Freddo's. You didn't buy Freddo's pre-inflation. Um, Okay, you need history, you need relationship, you need to build, intentionally build. And that's why I'm so happy that we actually have a book called yeah. A Guide to Building yes, Lifelong Friendships. Come on. It's not a guide to lifelong mm -mm, friendships, mm -mm, it's a guide mm -mm, to mm -mm. building. Because with friends, you must build. Build. Build with your friends. You can't just appear and decide that you want to be friends. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. That thing will crumble. Ah. It will crumble. Crumble like it's, apple it's crumble. Quite, it's just, quite it's quite scary. I do think it is quite scary because so many people want to write off female friendship. But like you said, that safe haven, like... Honestly. And the thing about sisterhood, and we delve into it quite a few times, maybe we'll explore it more on the podcast, but we definitely did it in the book, yep. which is this idea that there's horizontal, like peer to peer, right. but then there's also the vertical. And we talk about our relationship with our mothers and stuff. Mm. If you get so deceived into thinking female relationships are not worth investment, only God knows what you're going to do to your daughter. Bruh. If you can't have sisterhood laterally and you also can't have it vertically, what are you actually going to do? Like, what are you... No, no, no. But honestly, what are you actually going to do when you end up being the one at the top of the vertical line? Courtney, right? Courtney. This is where so many of us have experienced the actual toxicity of mother-daughter relationships. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you have a toxic mother... I can guarantee you at the same time she was being toxic to you, she was probably being toxic to her friends mm. or she was being toxic to her sisters or she was being toxic to her mom. She was being toxic to another woman and she couldn't display to you, her daughter, the sisterhood, the solidarity and the safety which you actually needed, right? And it's not to say that motherhood is the same thing as sisterhood, Absolutely. but that relationship between a mother and a daughter is quite sisterly, especially as you grow older. Exactly. And I find that we're not blaming men for the um perpetuation of the sad things that happen due to patriarchy actually it's oftentimes women who have internalized this misogyny who become the gatekeepers and the prison guards ah. of these shackles that are on yes, our body Lord. right yes. and so how many of us have been hurt by an auntie's comments a mother's mm. comments an older sister's comments an older cousin's co comments who is policing us to stay in our reins to stay in our place to stay satisfying the male gaze or Whoa. to not stay step out of line of tradition and culture or even religion how many of us have been burnt by women who didn't approach us with sensitivity even though we called them family mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. though we called them the women who were to take care of us so if you do not master sisterhood or even see female relationships as valuable this isn't just going to damage your friendship it's going to damage your children it's going to damage people's actual relationships with you whether it be right. professional platonic or relational or by family absolutely and great. some of y'all gonna be bad mothers i'm just going to be very honest with you i don't know how a generation who is so resistant to oh sorry let me let me not generalize generalize i don't know how some people who are so resistant to have a female presence in their life are going to give birth to female children it's the arrogance. who will live with you it's, and latch onto your breast it's the arrogance but it's even those are the people that end up becoming the mothers that we speak of exactly. right exactly the, that's literally the genesis when we say generational trauma this is what we're talking about we're talking about when it starts with you or it starts with a person and it continues to leak until we become the people that we mm. claim to despise mm. the narcissistic mm. mother if you don't have sisterhood you could easily become the narcissistic oh, mother girl. the jealousy that we speak of where we see mothers and aunties and older women be jealous, of, be young jealous women. of young women this is where it starts if we don't nip it in the bud now we are growing a garden full of weeds mm, mm, a garden of choke forest, of they'll choke they're they gonna choke them <laughs> all the life out of them but Honestly. i love i love that you really linked sisterhood to the different types of hoods that we yeah. are going to have to yeah. cultivate right if you don't cultivate your forest of sisterhoods yeah 
those other hoods go look like you know when you like drive past or walk past those houses and they have not kept that house mm, looking like a graveyard <laughs> looking like a graveyard Literally. looking like something died in there and because you allowed something to die in the sisterhood mm. avenue things will die mm. in the motherhood Come avenue on. in the in in whatever and other even hoods. in wifehood if you Chat. don't know how to be an intimate friend how are you going to be a wife? And this is what, you know what? And this is the issue that I have with femininity content as well is not only are you called to be a wife to your husband, you're called to be a friend, a companion. This is something we spoke oh about in gosh. one of our recent episodes where we talked about divorce and marriage. You are called to be a companion, companion. to your husband, not just a wife. Mm. You cannot perform friendship. Mm. It's an actual function. It's not a performance. And also it requires practice. Exactly. Like, you know, them bit, and th- this is why some of these relationships be hollow as heck, because once the romance falls, once the performance falls, or once they let you down, or once you let them down, what do you have left? What is, pick me, Isha, what do you have left? Talk there to ain't, us. ain't much to pick. The only thing you be picking is them edges out because of stress. And your bag to leave. <laughs> <laughs> But miss the image of that God of us go back. <laughs> overflowing with all of your items. Back to where? Your mother's house. Your mother's the one that you don't like. Or back to your friends. Right. And then you return then. This is what we were saying in um, the um, Say Your Mind pod, right? You return back to your friends and you're trying to withdraw from an account which is in a deficit because you've been pouring all of your water over there. Absolutely. These relationships have been dying. And now your friends have become occupied with their life or they've built their own independent, intimate relationships. And now you have nothing to return to for solace. Absolutely. And for rest and for comfort because you haven't given to this account you're trying to withdraw from. And now you're in overdraft. Do you ever been to Barclays and try to, when you don't have a, a arranged overdraft and try to withdraw money? Somebody's calling the police. Number one, number two. That's a hefty fee. That's a bull. That's a hefty fee. The fee. So I think it's important to just remind ourselves that we cannot bank on relationships which we are not depositing into. We actually need to give our friends in all seasons of our life, motherhood, wifehood. It may look different right? Even when your career is booming Mm -hmm. and, you know, time is becoming, and this is something I've had to learn the hard way, you know, time is becoming scarce. You're always tired, blah, blah, blah. It's still important to actually invest in your relationships and give people the time and give people that at least the communication that says, I still love you. I still appreciate you. You still mean a lot to me. I may not be able to give to this relationship the same way, but I'm still very much making deposits just in the way that I can right now. It's like what we were saying Mm. about the love languages, right? The way that I can show you love right now may look different because of the other demands that have now come into my life, but I have not forgotten you, nor have I devoured valued you because you are still important to me and so making sure that you have friends around you really Mm. does come down to how well have you sustained those friendships in and out of seasons when they were your most you know your highest priority and when they became maybe something that you thought about left often because you were thinking about something else what have you been putting into that bank account some of y'all are in minus and we want you to go and get that account balance back up Mm. right some of you don't even have friendships that you can deposit into we want you to go and find it not dkm no 100 don't kill me don't kill me she said open up that account somewhere because if you have one account look what what happened with svb right Mm. where it's like what if that's your only account now that account is closed what happens when you put everything into your marriage and then you get divorced you put everything into your romantic relationship and then your relationship is over or your partner is sick or your kids go to uni all these things which you have put all your eggs in this one basket what happens when the eggs crack or the eggs finish and how many of us have actually seen you know older family members go through exactly that cycle especially in old age right especially women empty nest a divorce and we've had conversations with older women like when we went to um did we say this on the pod we went we spoke at women of the world festival yeah. and they invited us to a reception at buckingham palace if you ever want to find updates of like what we're up to during the week you can follow us on social media at to my sisterhood because we post about all the stuff we we're do doing. work you know yeah we actually do stuff um so yeah i think 
when I was there, I spoke to an MP who mm. was like, I'm so glad you were writing this, but you've written this book on sisterhood because, mm. you know, I've been, and I, I met so many older women yeah. who were like, oh yeah, because, you know, when I divorced my husband or, you know, when my kids went off to uni, Absolutely. it was my friends that were there for me. Or when I went through a really hard time, um, it was my friends when I was sick. And it's just like my friends, my friends, my friends. And it's not because their husbands are useless because I find that sometimes the rebuttal is you need a better partner. No, your, bet- your partner's at full capacity for or their role you need to be a better partner you need to be a be- and it's like nah i've actually gotten what i need maybe the love and this is literally in the intro of the book maybe the love you are craving is actually in sisterhood Absolutely. but you keep putting all of your expectations and your emotional needs needs mm. on this one person or this mm-hmm. one form of relationship and now it's coming up short because they've reached capacity of what they can give you. That is your husband. Your husband may not be your best friend all wrapped into one, or he may be one of your best friends, but there's a way that you appreciate the uniqueness of someone else and their presence in your life. And you multiple people can exist in your life at one time ah. but let's stop acting like we only hey. have you know we all have attention deficit and we can't focus on more than one thing at one time baby ah. girl be for real be yeah, for real. <laughs> be freaking for real. freaking for real. Like. So I think it's important to have those investments into mm-hmm. different people and like, just stop putting all this pressure into thinking my romantic relationship is going to satisfy every part of my womanhood. Child, it makes Girl. me think of the um, physics law that says energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. transferred. And if you have all of this energy to give, this finite amount of energy, why would you concentrate it into one thing that, could and by concentrating exactly literally by concentrating that amount of energy into a vessel that cannot hold that amount of energy will cause an explosion so sis please we are begging you diversify and also diversify the types of sisters that you have as well don't just think lottery i love Mm. the fact you're talking about horizontal and speaking with older women i love talking with older women some of my really close friends are older women and i really enjoy hearing their insights their wisdom especially if they are a little bit ahead of me or a lot ahead of Mm. me and really getting that range of experience is really really helpful and handy i have friends that are much older that are childless and haven't gotten married and they're having the time of their life. Yeah. I have friends who are, you know, settled down. Their kids have gone off um, away to university, but they still have their friends. Literally, I have a friend who is much older. They have like three or four kids. Yeah. Was talking about like the um, possibility of moving away and moving mm. countries and how her, her other friends who are all age mates with her have been supporting her. Mm-hmm. I heard the story of a lady who had um, a book club amongst mm. her friends. Oh, and basically so cool. what they would do is one person would pick a book that represented the season of their life. Mm. And then they would send it to the other friends as a representation oh, of what they were wow. going through. And I was like, that is such a beautiful thing wow, to do. Wow, wow, yeah. Things like that can really enrich our experiences and really enrich what life has to offer. So we are literally begging you. Obviously, your plugs into to my sisters. But one of the things that we always implore you to do at the end of any interaction with us do the real life work do the real life work (laughs) go off and make friends make friends there are sisters in this community but there are sisters look we are definitely not arrogant to think that you can't find sisters outside of my sisters facts baby we might be the seminal place that you find sisters but there are so many other avenues so many other places so many interactions that you can have with women Mm. that cause that serendipity that Mm. cause that need to birth some kind of progressive friendship and commit to doing the work over time to develop those friendships do away with that myth that myth needs to die that adult friendships are impossible they're harder they're more challenging but but they are not impossible okay so sisters pick me's and not pick me's Ah, the whole community of women we implore you make friends please with each (laughs) go and break bread yes okay leave the man them alone (laughs) okay (laughs) no you can still pursue that to decide but the two are not mutually exclusive you can do them both at the exact same time exactly and you have been given the grace to have multiple people in your lives so sisters thank you for tuning into another episode of two my sisters we still going strong we still walking we still kicking you know what i'm saying all that all that i know the american sisters are so tired so i'm like yeah i know we need to channel stay butchering that whole american accent thing we know too too much much. yeah but to be fair they be doing the british accent quite a bit they do they do they do they do not Um, quite well they're not quite 
and they probably be listening to us like you guys. But to be fair, I, I feel think like we're we closer better. because there's more American media. Fair, 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 fair. But anyway, we need to wrap up the book. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> to be fair, just wait till we get to South Africa. Then that's when you guys. Oh my days! That's when they go. Oh, for real, you might actually throw us in the bin at that. They one. might say we're not part of this sisterhood no more because you guys <laughs> think. Anyways, we'll get there when we get there. We ask for your forgiveness, <laughs> please, in advance, advance. because we're gonna have the time of our life. You can tell that we're looking forward to ah, Bali, Ghana, South Africa. We're what? ready. We're ready. We're ready. Anyway, sisters, please, please, please stay a part of this conversation. We'd love to hear what you have to say on our social medias. Come follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at To My Sisterhood. You will literally find us everywhere. everywhere. Come and be a part of the sisterhood, of course. And don't forget to follow us on our individual platforms. The lovely, the brilliant, the intellectual, the smart, the articulate, the phenomenal at CD Boateng to the left of me and of course come and say hi to me over at my personal channels at Renee Kapuku we love to see you and make sure that you are signed up to the two my sisters mailing list we will send you weekly glow and grow tips we will not spam you we'll just send you love on a consistent basis all right sisters we hope that you have an absolutely amazing week we love and adore you go and prosper but importantly keep glowing and growing We're Renee and Courtney, your online sisters, and we're on a mission to help women across the world become the best version of themselves through the power of sisterhood. That's why we've written To My Sisters, a guide to building lifelong friendship. From working out how to achieve your dreams to setting boundaries and managing expectations, this essential handbook will show you how to fully embrace the power of friendship and community. Packed with practical advice and personal stories from our decade-long friendship, we'll give you all the tools and advice you need to find, make and keep lifelong friendship. Two My Sisters is available now online and at all good bookshops. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 